Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry. The world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Kelly Henderson, and you are listening to Act Casual on the Velvet's Edge podcast. This was our last episode recorded via Zoom call. Uh, We gave it a go in isolation, and I'm just not happy with the sound quality entirely. So we will be using a different method going forward. I just wanted to give you guys the heads up that I am completely aware of the tiny sound glitches in this episode. This week, Chip and I are addressing quarantine dating and the fact that amongst all the things that are changing in our current world, like the fact that I recorded this episode at 3.15 and was still in my pajamas. Dating is the one thing that is not changing. And actually, if it's changing, it might just be getting better. See what we're talking about. Here's our conversation. The light's kind of nice right now in my house. Oh. Well, it's like <laughs> golden hour. <laughs> Are you feeling like you found your light? I mean, maybe. I certainly didn't find my hairstyle, though. I'm a very, speaking of hair, like I literally just found out that I have a situation, a nest growing back here. Is that real hair? That was rude. (laughs) Shots fired, man. Yes, it is real hair. Thank you for asking. Good. How long would your hair be if all your fake hair fell out? My, it's just like, you make it like, it's like I am balding and I only have fake hair happening. (laughs) Uh, it's yours is just volume. I know that, but no. The truth is, is I had it super long, you know, and then mm-hmm. I just decided to cut it, and it it kind of matches my normal hair. Now mm-hmm. we have to keep cutting my normal hair to match the extensions. I just now, yeah, I just got like it's like this full head of hair, although it hasn't been washed. I can't. Re- I mean, I can't even remember. Man, it looks. It looks time. great. I think. Let so me just body. show you. Let me just show you what's happening right now. Are you in silk I'm PJs? St- I'm still in silk silk PJs. It's three fifteen in the afternoon. Oh my God. I, the only reason I have on this little excuse me this little jacket situation is that I went outside for a second. It's chilly today. It's a little colder than you'd think because it's so sunny and I love it, but. Right. But anyway, the situation is, I don't know, this is like life in quarantine, I guess, or isolation. I've shoved my dogs into the backyard for this, so they're not barking during it, but they're lucky because it's nice and sunny. So they're just Yeah, it's a beautiful day in Nashville. 
So, I mean, we're kind of touching on an interesting topic here that life has changed a lot for okay. most of us, but we were talking the other day and dating is somehow still happening, which is blowing my mind. Like, well, how is this still happening? I, well, I think, um, you know, some of the reading that I've been doing about it, like, I think a lot of it's just out of boredom. Like, a lot of these dating apps are seeing a spike in usage. Right. Because everyone's got their device in their hand because they don't know what else to do. Well, and then I was reading on Glamour um, that a lot of the research is coming back that the need for human connection right now is even greater than it's right. ever been. Like, we right. always need that. But right now, specifically, especially if you're isolated alone all mm -hmm. day, think about that. Yeah. You really, really need that human connection. So people are seeking it out even more than normal. Well, and I think, too, it's, um, you, there's, people have time to actually devote to that connecting, yeah. whereas before right. it's like, you know, it's, it, I feel like, and I've done, I've done a lot of online dating attempts, and um, a lot of it's so surface, and some of that comes, comes with the fact that, like, you know, you're busy in your everyday life, so you don't have a lot of right. time to, up to it, and now, because the time exists, you're actually able to get, like, a little bit deeper with some of these people that you might not have even given the time of day before. That's a great point because we actually are seeking out something a little more than just let's go grab a drink because you can't go just grab a drink. Right. And you right. can't just hook up. So I guess you're looking for more than that, maybe a, even a, developing a friendship first, which is kind of how dating should be. Should right? be, yeah. Well, honestly, it's like, it's, it's funny because I feel like online dating or app dating or whatever you want to call it, like, has had such a bad rap. Like people think, you know, of it as like the modern version of uh, like answering the classifieds in the newspaper or something. Right. But for me, the experience of doing it, like I loved it because there were so many like red flags that you could point out or like what's the opposite of a red flag? A, a white flag? Green. Oh, that's, I, I yeah. would say a green flag. A green flag? <laughs> we'll make that. <laughs> trademark that. Um, uh -huh. But like if someone like can't spell like – or, you know, basically. You have this thing with spelling. You have brought I, this up on that casual. But you have a real problem <laughs> if you misspell words. Maybe that's do my you not, like. My grandmother was a proofreader, so that maybe there's something. Well, it seems like something, you know, the apple might not have fallen that yeah. far from the tree here. Although I'm really so bad if, about editing my own emails and stuff, so. Which is just so hypocritical of you, but okay. Right, exactly. <laughs> But no, I think that like it gives you the opportunity to like sort of um, notice things about people that aren't just physical, and um, and you can give yourself the the opportunity to um, or, or the time to sort of like get to know somebody before committing in any sort of way. Right. Whereas like That's if you just meet someone at a bar, it's generally a physical reaction, and you're like, let's go get a drink, and next thing you know, you're at drinks with like someone who's super lame and you have zero connection with. Right. See, I've never done online dating because of exactly what you're talking about. I need that. I need to know if there's that chemistry first, like the in-person feeling that you get when you see someone and maybe you're interested and y'all have that. Right. I always say that banter or that you just have that connection. You know, yeah, you can tell right away with somebody. Totally. Yeah. So have you been dating at all in this isolation no, period? No, I haven't. Um, yeah, no, I just haven't. Like, I, in fact, I haven't really been doing much of it prior, you know, this year at all, prior to the whole right. coronavirus thing. So for me, um, yeah, I kind of feel like it's a little pointless. 
Um, so I'm like, I'm not going to get sucked into like some conversations with people that I'm just like for, sort of forcing. Cause I feel like if I got online right now and started to try and meet somebody, it would be more out of just boredom and like forcing myself to do it versus actually. Like you're not actually really, yeah, yeah, not you're not actually interested right in dating. Yeah. Interesting. Well, if you do decide to date, uh, Glamour also gave some tips on which, which actual apps are the best for certain things, which I thought was interesting. They say that OkCupid is the best for long-term relationships. Oh, interesting. Which I've never heard. Have you heard that? No. I mean, I didn't even know they were still in business, to be honest. Okay. Well, clearly they are. I, I mean, honestly, I don't know anyone on OkCupid, but they say it's because the woman reaches out first, which isn't that the way Bumble is? That's how Bumble is too, I think. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. anytime the woman is messaging first, I don't really know why that is more of a long-term situation, but maybe because most of the girls on there are looking for that. Yeah, I think that's probably it. Um, and, you know, it's, I think that a lot of them, you know, Tinder was the hookup app, you know, right, right. out of the gate. So it's, I think each of them have their own sort of underground, like, personality. Um, yeah. It's barking and it's kind of driving me crazy. But, um, yeah, I think they all have, like, sort of a known, even in the gay world, um, you know, I think that Grindr is looked at as, like, the Tinder version of, of dating. It's just all about hooking up. Um, right. And there are some that are a little bit more that are like sort of dating bent. Um, right. Well, they say for over 40, the best one is match. Oh, which actually, you know what? That makes sense to me. And honestly, the only success stories that I've ever heard from dating apps, like long-term that lead to marriage are on match.com. Huh. My sister actually met her husband on an app called Plenty of plentyoffish.com. Oh yeah, plenty yeah. of fish. Yeah. Yeah, that's an interesting guy. one. She met some dude on eHarmony that and it didn't work out. She thought she was going to marry him but it didn't work out. That's a shame. Oh well. We have big dreams. <laughs> and that happens a lot on these campaign. dating sites. Yeah. yeah. Um they have you heard of this site called Love is Quarantine? It's a new Instagram account. Oh yeah, I have seen it. I didn't. Um, I haven't like really dug into it. But yeah, aren't people like dating on it? They're matching people or something. Yeah. So apparently, the founders of this site, which oddly enough are my neighbor. I mean, the neighbors of my photographer for Velvet's Edge. She lives in Brooklyn, and they live next door to her. So this is how I found out about it. But they're huge fans of that show, Love Is Blind, which obviously you and I both are as well. And so they loved the concept of the pods, and they're like, okay, well now we're all isolated, so. How do we take that concept and make it into something that works during this isolation period? So the way they set it up is you do these spread. They have a Google spreadsheet, basically, and this is how they're matching people. Okay. And you just get you get on the phone and you talk to somebody. So sometimes the conversations are great, just like they were in the pods. Sometimes they're terrible, and they document all this on their Instagram account. And it's it's rapidly growing. Like in this Glamour article that they were talking about it, they were saying um, the way that you get in is you just DM them. And so they are also saying it might be difficult to get in right now because it's so Everyone's popular. Everyone's doing it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm looking at Love is Quarantine. Here we go. Yeah. I'm going to have to dig in more. Maybe you should do it. That would be entertaining for us all. Take one for the team oh, yeah. show. Come maybe, on. Maybe, maybe I will. <laughs> um, so, I actually saw um, there's a new dating app called, um, it's called Quarantine Together. Um, and it's actually a pretty interesting um, concept. Basically, it's a text-based app. And every night okay. so at 6 p.m., the registered users 
get a, a text asking them if they've washed their hands. And if they say yes, they um, are then matched with another user by text. And they have to text for 15 minutes before they get sent a link to where they can video chat. Okay, so the only rule for this site is that you have to wash your hands? You have to agree that you have wow. washed your hands, yeah. How can they prove that? I mean, I guess they don't have to. I mean, it's probably just like a, a nice little reminder. It's like, do you know the password? Yeah. The yeah. password is washing your hands. I mean, my hands are about to fall off. Are yours? Like, they're literally, my they're knuckles so are dry. cracked. They're so dry. Yeah. But also, like, if, you're not, if your hands aren't dry right now and I, I see that you have well-moisturized, healthy hands, like, don't come near me. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe somebody's sleeping in gloves with Vaseline or something, you know? Yeah, I'm about to start doing that. That Eva Longoria trick. My biggest question about all of this dating stuff is what are people doing to, like, what are these dates? Is it a phone call? Like, how are they occupying their time on these dates? Are they just having conversations? It just seems so awkward to me. Yeah, I, I, think, it, I think they run the gamut. I, I, I saw a story the other day about um, a guy in New York who, like, <laughs> has started dating the girl across the street. Did you see, have you seen this? No. His name's Jeremy Cohen, and he, I guess he's a TikTok user, and it sort of went viral on TikTok, but he saw a girl dancing. On, he was on his balcony, and across the street, there was a girl dancing on her roof, and he, like, okay. yelled for her and, like, waved to her, and she waved back, and then he used his drone. He wrote his phone number on a sheet of paper. He used his drone, flew his number to her, and an hour later, she texted him. So they were going back and forth, and then he arranged with her roommate a dinner date where she was at a table on her roof, and he was at a table on his balcony, and they, like, had wine and, like, ate dinner and FaceTimed, and then he, like, got one of those blow-up bubbles and went out, and they walked down the street together where she was not in the bubble and he was in the bubble. So oh, my God. This is extreme. It's like, yeah. mom and dad, tell us your love story. He's like, well, I took my drone. <laughs> <laughs> Casual, uh, cool. <laughs> it's just another modern day romance it's right? involving a drone and a bubble. <laughs> right. Uh, the world we live in now, it's funny and scary. Didn't you say you have a friend who is, he has an, an avid dating life right now yes. on, on um, so what is this, on dating apps, right? Yeah, he's, um, I think he's using Raya mostly. Okay. Um, is he a celebrity? He is not a celebrity, but he works in Isn't music. Isn't that the app? Oh, yeah. so that's it, I think on. it was that's what it was originally. Now you still have to be like invited um, to okay. join it, but um, yeah, he's dating like I think he said five people. There's like two girls in LA, one in New York, one in Denver, and he's one literally in like killing the isolation game here. Killing the game. Okay, I think we should get him on the phone and see if he can fill us in on what yeah. kind of dates this guy, you know, that's that are happening right now. If you know anything about me, you know I am a massive creature of comfort. It is one of my top priorities in life to make my surroundings comfortable at all times. So when I found Cozy Earth, I quickly scooped up all of the luxurious bedding and loungewear that I could. It felt very on brand for me, but then I went on a trip with a girlfriend not too long ago where she could not stop commenting on how cute and comfy my pajamas were, which then made me realize they may also be my new favorite travel companion as well. Guys, I am not kidding when I say you will experience unmatched softness and smoothness with all of Cozy Earth's products. The temperature-regulating bamboo joggers and pullover crew add comfort and a touch of style to any travel ensemble, and their bedding comes in the most adorable totes, making it a super easy gift to give anyone. 
Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code VELVETSEDGE at the checkout for an exclusive 35% off and let them know we sent you when you're at the checkout. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if... no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. His name is Chris. He's um, okay. he's also in the music business. <clears throat> um, he's a manager, and hopefully he's up. Oh, here he comes. Oh, there he oh, comes. Cell photo. A great picture. <laughs> Hello. Hey. Chris. I'm- Hi. Hello. We did it. We, we did, did it. it. You look a lot more cleaned up than the rest of us. <laughs> did you shower? You know, I. I so I yeah I did shower but it's also part of my like daily quarantine routine to just keep from falling into like what day is it what am I doing with my life right basically you my know. life right now I'm still in my pajamas I love it though <laughs> I mean as long as you have like pajamas for morning and pajamas for night and you kind of <laughs> in between it just depends on the day that. Chris depends on the day you know <laughs> I mean happy Friday right is it what 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 day is it today (laughs) today what's today yes happy today um so we chip and i have been talking and we are so fascinated by your dating situation right now i mean it seriously sounds like you are killing the game i mean i don't know if i'm it's sad but thank you for a global pandemic i feel like girls are coming out of the woodworks and actually want to like connect for the first time Right. Whatever it takes, man. You know, <laughs> dating's tough Very out there. You got to do what that, you got to do. For sure. I know, right? So you are are you juggling five women at this point? Is that what Chip said? I would. I, would, I mean, over the course of the whole, I guess, quarantine, there's been a, a series of 
people have fallen in and out. There's been a couple crash and burn situations. There's been a couple that have just definitely friend zoned kind of thing where I've now just become like a cook mentor or just like a daily like therapy session. But um, I'd say there's right now there's, there's consistently, I'd say three girls that are uh, I'm currently talking to dating. Wow. I mean, that's a lot to juggle. You're actually very busy in isolation. It sounds like. Have you, have you had any like slip ups where you like mentioned something about one girl? No, thank No, I actually was like really worried about that. I started kind of like, okay, do I need to keep remember it? But I think because this is all that's really happening right now, you actually are really paying attention to like when you're with them and FaceTiming or doing whatever. So Knock on wood, that hasn't happened, but I hope to God that's not like in my future because that yes. would be horrific. So you said you've become their cook or their therapist. So what, like, what are you guys doing on these FaceTimes? Are you FaceTiming? Is that what's happening? Yeah. So what's funny is it's, um, it all depends on the person. Like there's one girl that it started where very randomly I was just like, hey, I don't know if you're into this, but I'm going to start a puzzle. I've never been into puzzling, but I'm going to get a thousand piece puzzle because we have a lot of time on our hands. I was like, do you maybe want to do a puzzle together? Cause I was like, how, like, we don't know how long we're in this. So I was like, right. Like, how are you like, I need something to kind of entertain it or whatever. Um, and she was like, yeah, let's do it. Send me a link. So we got the same puzzle. So we FaceTime, and work on a puzzle. And I was just like, okay, I don't know how this is going to go. And we probably on average are like FaceTiming for about four hours a night. What? That is so long. It's crazy. It's wild. It's crazy. Like the first night that it happened. What's that? Who's better at the puzzle? Oh, I definitely am. Like it's definitely sparked (laughs) like a lot of issues amongst her friends. Um, she has like a like a like a friend group, and I guess obviously I've been like a topic of conversation because they're all married, and they're like, she's the one single one, kind of like me, where I'm like one of the few single ones where everyone's like living vicariously through me, right. and her friends are are legit. She told me she's like, yeah, I'm I, I need a couple of days off to get the puzzle to like where you're at because I only have like maybe like ten pieces left. Um, wow, but it was cute. She was like, you are a distracting. Like I, you know, I, I've been really enjoying our conversation where where is she uh she's in brooklyn okay okay so, so you're in los angeles yeah. right san diego oh san diego okay i knew it was california yeah. so that's a very long distance relationship crazy how isolation can bring us all, all together all of these are all all around like yeah the, the closest one is like 2500 miles away and you haven't, wow. you, you haven't met any of them prior to this? How would he meet them? I didn't know if they were like, so, like any of so, it was happening before quarantine started. Oh, gotcha. There, there actually, there was, there was one, two of, two of, well, actually, so there's two girls that um, live in LA that I was supposed to go on a date with. And it was around the time of when everybody was kind of, getting ready at work to like, okay, we're going to work from home. There's like that week where it was like, let's take a Tuesday, Thursday and see if we can kind of withstand this. And then basically once the companies realized, then everybody stayed at home. So around that time I had a date planned with um, a girl that basically it kind of went South because of 
quarantine. So we've done like a couple and we had mutual friends. It was kind of like we didn't meet on an app. It was like we were kind of set up from friends. Gotcha. So we've done a couple of like group FaceTimes that have kind of helped because we were supposed to have a date. It kind of canceled because of like a work obligation. So we've kept in touch. So it's one of those like there's not so much pressure on it because we have mutual friends and there's been this kind of like banter. Um, there is a girl that I did meet on a dating app that we were supposed to meet prior and poor thing. I feel it's just completely gone off the rails where now it's like every few days, like she doesn't want to be that person that like texts and communicates, but I'll randomly get a FaceTime from her. And it's just like, we made it to this day and she'll like take a shot and then leave. And I'm just like, <laughs> that doesn't oh, sound okay, like, it okay. Has sounds like you might problem. have escaped one there. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. There's definitely, there's been two that, that, uh, I've legit dodged bullets with. And I, I've thought about like what happened if we'd actually be quarantined together. That would be a nightmare. Oh, yeah. So yeah. that is a, a risk of this. Like if you actually go see someone, what if you guys both get it and then you're just like stuck together for 14 days? It's crazy because I feel like this time, I guess the good thing with this pandemic, if it is, like you're definitely seeing like their raw side. Like it is real. Sure. The honeymoon phase is over. So you're definitely seeing people that are like hitting a breaking point where you're kind of like, normally it's like when you date, you have like the month or two or whatever it is where everyone's putting their best foot forward. I mean, there's one girl that I'm consistently talking to where straight up it all started where she was freaking out because she's like, I can't get my Xanax and I'm losing it. And I'm like, <laughs> don't blame her. Okay. Xanax is amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, she was, I mean, it, it got to a point where I was like trying to be like, uh, do you want to? call it into my pharmacy and I can like FedEx it to you. Like I'm, I'm like, I was, I, I didn't know what to do. I felt helpless and poor thing was just spiraling, but she's, she's definitely the one where I'll get, get like a FaceTime at like two in the morning and she's just like, I've slept all day. I'm drinking wine in bed. Like, how are you? And I'm like, okay, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Like, so you're seeing, you're seeing everyone kind of going through stuff. I mean, cause we all are right. Like, I mean, we I'm up are, pajamas yeah. at three in the afternoon, so it's not like exactly. a normal, normal time. Well, um, I think, so I think too, it's like, it would be really easy to sort of like slip into, I mean, a lot of us don't have much going on, so there's not a whole lot to talk about, but you mentioned a game that you've been playing that dives a little deeper. Um, oh yeah. That so card game. Yeah, so right before right before quarantine or whatever, I um kind of backstory, I uh that uh lady Brenny Brown, she kinda like she had Brené a Brown. show. Yeah. yeah. And so I watched that and I kinda dove deep on her and started reading some of her books about vulnerability and I came across an Instagram that a friend sent me and was like I think that you would love this. It's totally emo. Most dudes don't like it, but I feel like you would like it. And it's called We're Not Really Strangers. And they have a card game. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to buy it, whatever. Um, and it's actually a card game about connection. There's like all these different levels where you ask a partner these questions. And so I, uh, starting with the puzzle girl and then the, the Xanax girl, if we have nicknames for all. <laughs> I love um, that these names. I kind of, I kind of was like, Hey, I have this game or if I, I've never played it. Cause I don't even know if I'm playing it correctly. Cause you're supposed to do it in person, but you basically start asking questions and it allows like a deep dive conversation about kind of opening up and being vulnerable. And so that's actually really helped a lot of these conversations where it's not just like, 
we're FaceTiming and playing a puzzle, but it's like, we're actually asking each other questions. And then you kind of get off on like a tangent and go down a rabbit hole. And it's actually really amazing to see people that are actually leaning into the time and just going, okay. Cause I think, I think everybody does crave attention, but in a normal world, right. you have so many distractions. Right. At least from what I'm experiencing right now, people are definitely, I think, missing that and they're kind of leaning in, which is, I think, kind of helping to build like an emotional connection with somebody. Give us some examples of the questions of that game, because I think Chip was telling me about it and he said, you just described the different levels. So some of them are kind of, you know, a little like easier, right? And then once you get... Go, go ahead. Yeah. So it's basically, from my understanding, it's basically broken into three levels where the first group of questions are all about the impression that you have of the other and what they give off and how, re- like how well you kind of like read someone. Okay. Um, so let me grab. So like some of the questions it says, do I remind you of anyone? Um, what does my Instagram tell you about me? Uh, do you think I fall in love easily? Why or why not? So a lot of it is just, just based on um, like your, however, like you, you kind of come off to that person just on a, like a, like a one dimensional level, whether it's they add you on Instagram or just the first impression kind of thing. Right. Uh, would it be if you didn't tell them that you were pulling from cards and those were the questions that you were asking? You know, I thought like, about that. Is- it's so weird. <laughs> This I is know. the deepest dude I've ever met. Right? <laughs> I know. My, uh, my, my best friend's wife said the same thing. She was like, why are you telling these girls about the game? Like, you would just seem like the most amazing sweetheart of a guy. And I was like, wait, do I not come off that way? So now I'm like playing the game on myself. I'm like, wait, what is going on? That's amazing. Um, so so- kind of like the first, the first kind of level. And then the second one is just straight, like, rarely asked questions that really allow you to kind of, like, dive deep. And that was the one that, Chip, we played on the happy hour. Uh-huh. where you kind of go, go around but um yeah it's I mean there's there's like uh are you missing anyone right now do you think they're missing you too um describe your perfect day is there a feeling that you miss how can you become a better person and it's it's interesting to kind of see people actually take it kind of seriously because I think a lot of these questions are things that like you want to know about somebody but right you always feel a little like weird to like you're at dinner and randomly you're just like, so how are you feeling? You know? Um, (laughs) Well, it's definitely giving people the opportunity to think a little bit more. I think we all can fall into these dating, you know, just consistent kind of questions or you have this, this way that you always go about things and life is just not that way right now. So what an interesting concept to start getting a little deeper, especially so early. If, what if you, I'm so curious, like if you start there with somebody, how is this going to keep going into the future? You know? I mean, that, it's a, it's a good question. Cause I think, yeah, it's funny. Cause a couple of these conversations, we kind of discuss love is blind. Right. Um, and obviously because we're able to at least see each other, I think it also kind of, is similar in the sense of like you are kind of forming this emotional connection and you're kind of like helping this person through this time and they're also helping you but like past all of the like strong emotional connection is there going to be a physical connection that you can kind of rely on and so that's also a thing right now where you know there's some conversations with girls where I'm like okay I definitely can 
feel like there would be a physical connection post this. Others, you're just kind of like, I don't know. And it's also the hard part too, is you're just kind of like, I don't know how long we're going to be locked up for this. So it's also sure. a matter of like, am I going to be like, I'm almost done with my puzzle, but I'm like, so are we just going to start 10 more puzzles? Right. Uh, like, where does this go from here? So are you guys, you're, you said you guys are cooking together sometimes too. So it's like puzzles, cooking, this game. What are some of the other things you do? Like, how are you passing four hours together? I honest to God, I mean, listen, you start to realize like how much time you actually have. Um, <laughs> cooking one, it, it's merely, I think, I think I was like friend zoned by that girl, but I love cooking and she's like, I'm miserable at it. So it's merely just been like, I'll help her like, <clears throat> cook with recipes or talk her kind of through things but I do have actual with two of the girls and they've actually asked me after like doing the puzzle and also another girl where we did like a happy hour FaceTime two of the girls have been like hey would you like to have dinner on FaceTime this week and I'm like so the girls are leading okay, cool yeah, yeah girls are leading wow. which I'm like I, I I love like a strong confident woman so yeah. Do you, do you plan like on these dinners? Do you all eat the same thing? I think. I mean, we haven't really gotten into it, but I've literally pulled out cookbooks to be like, okay, what? Like, if we have to do the same kind of situation, how are we going to do it? So, wow. I, I guess TBD. If there, if there could be like a, I'll, I'll follow up with you and let you know after Friday and Sunday. That's amazing. Yeah. Please I keep us posted. I'm really, yeah, I'm very interested in how this is going to continue on. Yeah, I love the idea of that the card game because I, you know from personal experience, like when you date, like everyone's, you know, I feel like most people when they when they're at the beginning of like a dating cycle, they are always constantly trying to put their best foot forward. Like you want right. to like look great, you want to yeah. be funny, you, you want to be as attractive as possible to this person. Whereas, like if you kind of cut through that bullshit right in the beginning and go a little bit deeper. I feel yeah. like it, it could give it gives the long term um, relationship a lot more hope because um, you've sort of let your guard down very early. Yeah, you're seeing the real stuff. There's the real the honesty right from the get go. Yeah, awesome. it's not like yeah, yeah. no one's like playing a role. Yeah, you, well, and also too, I think I think there's no room to kind of which I think happens a lot to fall in love with the idea of somebody. Right. Right. You, know, you kind of you have this whatever idea or perception and do they kind of fit into your life based on these few little things i think it cuts through and it really gets into like you realizing like who you're actually dealing with and also are they emotionally on the same level as you which i think is sure. something that i at least i've been lacking a lot of times in previous relationships um so it's kind of like a sped up but also i think helps long term i'm, a, I'm maybe forecasting i don't know time will tell um, yeah. Could you, know, you see yourself insane. with any of these women long term? As of right now, I, I'd say that there are definitely there are definitely moments where I find myself throughout a day kind of thinking about the person, kind of missing them. It, it was funny. I was this one girl I was talking to. Uh, we were just talking about like music because we both kind of work in the same industry, and she mentioned some of her favorite artists, and randomly. Um, Spotify playlist came on in a song and I was like wait a minute and I sent it to her and I said hey just you know this just popped on was thinking about you and she was like oh my god you actually listened to me and like wow like and it was the, and then it kind of sparked this whole kind of conversation where she was just like 
that, wow, like no one's ever kind of like come to me before where it was like, I said just something so like what you think is like minimal, but I guess like in right now, it kind of holds a lot of gravity. So you, yeah. you are finding, or at least for myself, I'm finding times where, you know, and I think on top of it too, you're also just like there for somebody while all of this is going on. Sure. You know? I'm just curious if this will change dating. Like if this lasts long enough, I wonder if this is going to have a real footprint on how dating is done in the future. It's a very interesting thought. So I, I hope so. I mean, I really do think that like, I guess the takeaway from it is we kind of needed this to happen to kind of realize maybe what we took for granted, but also how much we actually genuinely crave human connection. Sure. You know? Yeah. Um, and I think at least for me, you know, I think for so long I used to hate, like I have a love hate with dating apps just because no one wants to communicate. Nobody wants to dive deep. Nobody wants to take it off the app. And there's always this constant, like, yo, we matched. You liked my profile. I liked yours. I'm trying to put the best foot forward. I'm trying to like engage, like we're on a dating app. That's the concept here. Um, and I think, you know, people get so distracted with like daily lives. And they're also just thinking about the next best possibility of the person they haven't met. Right. And I think right right now people are realizing, at least in my situation, granted, I, I could be completely different than other guys that are dating during quarantine right now, but I more so am just also like, I just, even if I get nothing out of it, like than a friend, but at least like, can I be there for somebody and like learn about myself in the process? Yeah. It's you know? a really so interesting thought. I hope this kind of changes dating <clears throat> in the sense that like it forces people to be vulnerable moving forward. Well, I mean, I'm especially curious. after like love is blind and now this, like who knows what the world's coming to, you know? Well, I think it would be safe to say that everything in the world is shifting right now. So I wouldn't be surprised if dating is another thing that does as well. Thank you for sharing with us. I'm very fascinated very by the fact that this is still happening. I thought dating would just be done right now. So very, I mean, very interesting. The physical part is definitely done right now. But uh, yeah, you yeah, know. you keep us posted on that. Have you gotten any pictures? How is that working right now? No, it's funny. A lot of my friends were like, yo, when are the photos happening? I was right. like, I, to be honest, it's funny. I, I haven't even thought about going there. Uh, there's just been the like random like cheers kind of selfies, but definitely no. Um, well, I think the point of like sending sexy pics at this point, like is a bit pointless because it's leading nowhere right now. Right. <laughs> I mean, it, if, if somebody wants to really like torture you, I guess like, you're just yeah. like okay, you're the devil. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to mute you right now because that's not going to help. Or maybe it'll just cause <laughs> like quarantine to stop. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I think it's. Tell. Then you're going to be quarantining together. I've got round trip tickets to New York. Here I come. (laughs) I mean, right. Travel is so cheap. Well, I think this is the perfect example of acting casual and figuring out a better solution. So thank you so much for sharing with us. Please keep us updated, especially if you get any selfies, okay? (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, I think this is the great point of all of this for all of us. And that's just to always remain. To act casual. Yeah. I I totally set you up wrong. Always to remain at casual. I can't even speak in isolation anymore. This is (laughs) everybody just always. Remember to act casual. (laughs) Bye. Bye.
Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry. The world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.